Welcome to Medicine with the Metals. I'm Mark, and this is Michelle. Join us on our psychedelic journeys. Wow, Michelle. What a great week, huh? Great week, bad week, roller coaster week. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's been a lot of emotions, um, both personally and and in our community. We've lost a couple of people. Mm -hmm. I might get a little bit emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, We had a good... A, a member of our community who committed suicide last weekend. That's been really tough for this community. Um, and then personally, I actually, back from back home, I had a, a three people that were involved in a murder-suicide, which is unheard of. Um, it's been a lot of emotions this week, a whole lot. Yeah. And our community is in, in great pain and great mourning, but it's an opportunity. It's always an opportunity to, to learn and support and love one another. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing we get out of these is lessons. Everything's a lesson. I guess if we don't learn the lesson, we just leave the lesson, you know? So I guess it's we do, have, um, you know, besides that, you know, there's... With us, you know, emotional roller coasters all week too, with shedding, reshedding, setting boundaries, you know, how important boundaries are. And yeah. we start setting those boundaries, like you, things become uncomfortable for some people. Things become uncomfortable. Anxiety arises. And that's that's the beauty of our guest today is she's going to talk to us about anxiety and releasing that anxiety through psychedelics and, and the work that she does. So why, why don't, don't we go ahead and introduce our guest? Go ahead and introduce her today. Yeah. So no, Amy Sparks is is with us and she's going to be talking, like I said, about releasing anxiety. Um, and we're excited for that. I think we're going to take a quick commercial break. And as soon as we get back, we're going to have her on. Tired of feeling like you're barely holding on? Are you searching online for answers only to come up with more questions? Looking for ways to feel better and make life more livable? There is a way where you can feel better and take on the world. Transforming your mental health nourishing both your body and mind. Embark on a journey to lasting happiness and vitality, all powered by the wisdom of Mother Earth. Welcome back. So today we're really excited, Mark. We have got, her name is No Amy. I'm going to pronounce that right. No Amy Sparks. She is an energy wizard, which I can't wait to hear what that's all about. She is the author of a book called Microdose Magic. We love microdosing at the Plant Medicine Path. So welcome, No Amy. Thank you so much for coming on and joining us. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Mark. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to join you today. We're excited to have you. Let's start off. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I'm Noemi Sparks. I'm a clinical EFT practitioner and psychedelic guide and also a ganja yoga teacher. Cannabis was my my first ally uh, in this journey of of healing, and it was one that I was just so grateful to get to experience in the healing power of community. And it was what really helped me notice that there was something deeper going on uh, that I needed to so cannabis really helped me get into my body, um, but it was 
noticing that I wasn't feeling like myself when I wasn't high, that helped me realize that there was something else I, I needed to uh, acknowledge that was going on in my nervous system. And that's what led me to clinical EFT and that practice. So EFT or emotional freedom techniques, uh, clinical EFT more specifically is a series of 46 different techniques that help to regulate the nervous system. And after a really profound experience in a one-on-one -on -one session with a guide, I stopped waking up and going to bed with anxiety. And so cannabis became not just my ally for, for all of the things, but rather just uh, I was able to experience the, the expanded power of it, not just it as a coping tool. And that was what really got me started in uh, uh, accessing more medicines and more ways of, of getting into my nervous system with the help of psychedelics and really regulating my own nervous system. So what is an energy wizard? Mm. What does that mean? Energy yeah, an energy wizard is someone who can change how they feel. And real talk, this is anyone if they have the cap capacity to tune into their nervous system and release energy that isn't there to help us in the moment. And so here, you know, in the West, especially, we don't have a culture that allows us to feel our feelings in the moment. Most of the time, we just push them down, but press them, really repress them in the moment to, to keep going, to keep working, doing the things. And a lot of the times what ends up happening is then those emotions that we weren't able to feel in that moment kind of explode uh, in times that aren't really um, uh, useful for us to, to feel those feelings. And so an energy wizard is someone who can notice how they're feeling, release that emotion in the moment uh, and let themselves really tune into the present moment without the, the um, extra energy of, of our, our thought process of, of what could be going on, those kind of what-ifs, catastrophizing and lamenting the past, but rather we can really be here fully in the present moment. So is it more addressing things as they come up, addressing them as they happen instead of putting them off, pushing them down? Yes, that absolutely addressing them in the moment and also having the capacity to, uh, to release energy from the past. So this is what I call kind of stagnant emotions or maladaptive emotions that are showing up in the moment as a response to the past. Anxiety is one of these. Anxiety and you talked a, a little one. bit about the nervous system. You know, I'm a firm believer of the nervous system violates everything about us. And, you know, once we kind of organize that and fix that, it seems to really catapult our healing because i mean i think traumas come from our deprived nervous system i mean it's just been shaken up from whatever reason and you know i like how you explain cannabis there i mean because some people we can use it as both ways we can use it for coping and we can use it for expansion you know i mean i don't think there's no negative to either one of those two i think in the psychedelic space and i don't see cannabis as a psychedelic as much so as the others mm -hmm. but i do believe that it has evolved into this plant medicine space that there's so many there's so many good for cannabis you know i mean and it's always going to be coping for some but there's a lot of there's a lot of getting out of your mind with cannabis I do believe that all use of cannabis, whether or not we call it re recreational, is medicinal because it is helping the nervous mm -hmm. system and really helping the body. I like to say that cannabis for the, is for the body, mushrooms are for the mind, and meditation is for the soul. And mm, cannabis absolutely. helps me get into my body so that then I can notice that there's something else that I needed to address in my mind. And when I started microdosing mushrooms, that's when I realized that it's, it's all about getting into my feelings. Mushrooms helped me feel my feelings without feeling uh, that overwhelm or guilt of expressing all of myself because I, I grew up in a conservative household where I was told that you know 
children are best seen and not heard. And so what that meant was expressing my negative emotions or just really anything loudly was not okay. And so I, you know, was deep into my adulthood, not being able to feel my feelings and then having to cope uh, with those later on. But mushrooms helped me just feel those feelings in the moment during my regular, you know, day to day, I like to call it my muggle day. And I didn't feel overwhelmed by them anymore. Right. I mean, what, what was your first experience with psychedelics? How did you get into psychedelics in the first place? I know you explained the cannabis, but how did you get, then get into the realm of psychedelics? I wanted to find God. I was looking for God and I saw this uh, documentary on Vice. It was Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia. I'm sure your listeners have heard of this one before. And I saw the episode about 5-MeO-DMT. And I saw these people having these really profound experiences in a short period of time. So um, what I really wanted for myself was to experience divinity without having to go through these uh, like larger kind of journeys because you know real talk I was looking for something that I could do here in in the U.S. without having to travel abroad or having to have like a longer experience because I was working for corporate at the time and I just I couldn't take that kind of time off so hearing that I could have this transformative experience and really just have a full nervous system reset in about 20 minutes was what drew me first to UFO medicine and how was that Amazing. I experienced myself as God and nothing else has been, nothing has been the same since then. So you found God. Uh, isn't that, isn't <laughs> that the truth from day one though? I mean, we're told that God, you know, for me, I mean, those, that was my experience with 5-MeO. 5-MeO was the God molecule. That was the one that showed me source. And I think at the end of the day, through theories, we are God and not me. Hmm, not in a selfish manner in any way, shape or form, but in that holy manner, you know, that, I mean, we are why we're here. And, you know, I think God can be whatever you make it be, but that is one experience where you definitely get the grounding of what the purpose of life is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I love that you said that holy experience, because on a just on a practical level, it's that experience of us as whole selves, as our authentic selves with all Mm -hmm. the parts, the shadow parts, the light parts. And that's what makes us holy. I believe it was getting to be our whole authentic selves and not having to push down those parts of us that weren't welcome as children, which then becomes our programming right later on. Cause as until mm-hmm. we're about the ages of six or seven, we just don't have the capacity to discern between what's real and what's not, or, you know, what's good for us and what's not. So everything that we see until then just becomes normal and that's our programming. And so those parts of us that weren't okay then, or weren't encouraged and loved and seen and respected, those are what become our shadow parts and as adults it's up to us to if we're up for it to find ways to love those parts of us anyway and then to really be our whole holy selves psychedelics does that psychedelics will really really engage you into those shadows can you talk Mm -hmm. to us a little bit about eft tapping because i think that that, we can get we can there are many paths to get to the source of what we're seeking, right? Mm -hmm. And, and psychedelics are one breath work is one yoga is one. There are so Mm -hmm. many methods to get to where we need to get to. So Mm -hmm. talk to me a little bit about EFT tapping and what that means, what it is and what it does. 
So EFT or emotional freedom techniques, uh, it's a series of different techniques, but tapping is the most popular one. It's the one you've probably seen. The Ortners do it. There's a few other influencers who are really open about their use of, of tapping. But essentially, it's a way to regulate the nervous system by tapping on meridian points. And these are the same meridian points that show up in traditional Chinese medicine, so acupuncture and acupressure. And these meridians are, are shown to, uh, to hold more energy than other parts of the body. And as we're tapping on these points, while feeling certain feelings, we can actually release them from the nervous system. And you hear this a lot of like, you need to feel it to heal it. And what that really just means is feeling that emotion that is here in your body in the moment, but is the response to the past, when you can feel that while tapping on the body. So while applying vibration to the body, which is the body's real language, right? The body doesn't understand English, any language, the body understands vibration. So while we're applying vibration and feeling our feelings, that's what lets the, the emotions move through our nervous system. And tapping is one way to, to get to that place of, of downregulating and letting go of emotions that are um, just being held by our vessels long past their time of efficacy. Can we try it? Can we do something for the audience? Yeah. Can we just yeah, yeah, show yeah. a little bit of tapping maybe for 30 seconds and show the audience a little bit about what it is? Yeah, so I'm not going to go over all the points. Uh, if you sure. want to check them out, I have great YouTube videos on it. But essentially, we're tapping on nine different points, and I'm just going to call them out as I'm moving through them. But the most important piece is that you just feel how you're feeling. And I know, uh, you know at the beginning of this call, we mentioned that there, this past week has been really intense. So just feeling any of that intensity right now and giving it a score on a scale of zero to 10. And just, you know, for the simplicity's sake, we can call this stress. So this feeling of stress, noticing where it's at in your body and giving it a score on a scale of zero to 10. Zero being you don't feel it at all, 10 being the most intense. And as you're feeling that feeling, we're gonna start tapping on the side of the hand, so underneath the pinky crease. And then you can repeat these thoughts either aloud or to yourself and just following the points or following through the points with me. So here we go. Even though I feel this stress in my body, I know right now I'm safe and I'm giving myself compassion anyway. Even though I feel stress in my body and maybe it's been there for a long time, I'm giving myself compassion anyway. Even though I feel this stress in my body, I know right now I'm safe and I love and accept myself anyway. Then we move to the crown of the head, tapping with two hands or one, this stress in my body beginning of the eyebrows, this stress that maybe helped get me here. Side of the eye, this stress that I don't need anymore. Underneath the eyes, I'm grateful that I have this stress. Underneath the nose, but I don't need it right now. Underneath the lip, I'm allowing myself to relax. Underneath the collarbone points, this is me releasing stress right now. Underneath the arm, this is me taking care of my nervous system right now. I'm gonna go sides of the hands together, even though I feel this stress, and maybe I've been carrying this feeling for a long time, I know right now I'm safe, and I'm giving myself compassion anyway. Even though I feel this stress in my body, I know right now I'm safe, and I love and accept myself anyway. Even though I have this stress in my body, I know it's human of me to feel this way, and I deeply and completely accept myself anyway. All right, release your hands, take a breath, let it out through the mouth. 
Do you think that's a lot of vagus nerve? You think that's a lot of vagus nerve? Yes. Yes. That's a really big part of it, especially when we're connecting uh, the feelings that we're having in the body from just thinking about them to actually experiencing them in our body. That is regulating the, the vagus nerve and just allowing us on a practical level to shift from fight or flight into rest and digest. Because as we're applying mm-hmm. vibration, that's really communicating to our body that we are safe, even though our mind is trying to tell us otherwise, especially when we're, you know, watching the news or having thoughts about what could be going on in other parts of the world, then our nervous system is still on and our vagus nerve then is not able to to really let the body relax. So this this actually helps us do that. And I like to say that EFT is not a faith-based practice. You don't need to believe in this for it to work. This is literally mm-hmm. just applying vibration to the body while exposing yourself mm-hmm. to feelings um, that either you know, you're having in this moment or maybe you've had in the past, but that your body's still holding on to. And, and that, is ex- that is how we are uh, allowing the vagus nerve to relax. Really I think cool it's, because... It's, yeah, go ahead, no, Michelle, I, I was just going to say, I think that it's also... Um, taking that moment away and, and deep breathing and taking the space. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like catching your breath for a few minutes and, and deep breathing. It's, it's taking that moment away. And I, I think that's mm-hmm. gotta be what's helpful as well. It's just mm-hmm. stepping back. Yeah. Yeah. The deep breathing, the diaphragmatic breathing is, is definitely a big part of it. If we're doing multiple rounds and that's usually ideal, then we are pausing between and really allowing that exhale to really extend. And that's another way that we're telling the body and vagus nerve that we're safe to relax. Yeah. That vagus nerve is a real highway of, of activity that I think we forget a lot about, you know, and, you know, when it gets blocked up and the traffic jams are full, I guess you got to tap it out. So that makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Yeah. So let's talk about, I mean, this is our favorite subject by far. I mean, me, myself, I've done all psychedelics, probably except for one. And, but for the nervous system, I have to say a boga was the one to really reset, but our mm-hmm. favorite of all medicines. And I think the medicine of the Western world is definitely going to be um, psilocybin. Mm-hmm. Um, that is like Michelle says all the time, the great connector. I mean, you know, we've been we've been lied to for so long about this medicine and the benefits of it. And I think I don't even think I know we're we're, we're, we're we're waking up. I mean, we're waking up because we really have nothing else to look for anymore. You know, we really mm-hmm. there's no other route to really go. And this works. So tell us a little bit how what you do in that space of microdosing and psilocybin. Yeah, so I run group uh, microdosing programs virtually. So I've been doing this since around 2021, uh, during right during the pandemic. I had some people who were interested in, in microdosing, and they wanted to experience it in community with others. But because everyone was, you know, lockdown was happening and we weren't really able to get together in person, I started holding space for people online to get together and talk about microdosing. And very soon I saw space to actually teach a little bit more about microdosing, some more about psilocybin, the alchemy of it, and what we're actually doing in our bodies as people you know, dealing with, with stress and burnout and recovering from trauma. How can we actually regulate our nervous systems and release energy from the past? And by doing these this work, this deeper kind of traumatic healing work while microdosing, it was that much easier for people to feel all the feelings during and then feel still connected with others as we're witnessing each other express emotions, shed just layers together from um, 
from needing to to look from our lives needing to look a certain way, like letting that go and just really leaning in, sort of melting into that idea that we are all connected and it's not a space of of needing to do it all by ourselves anymore. Community is such an important piece of of our healing practice. So even though people can microdose by themselves, they can you know absolutely do that alone. I believe that the real healing power is when we can do it together. And I've had the um, the opportunity to offer that online for about three years now. And you also authored a book called Microdose Magic. Is that the name of it? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a 28-day journal. It's a guide uh, for people experiencing microdosing for the first time or maybe or who are new to it. And while, you know, it, it has mushrooms on it, it, you can really microdose any kind of medicine. I know some people microdose CBD or um, canna, and I've heard of people microdosing uh, ketamine as well. I have thoughts on that, but, you know, maybe for another time. Um, but uh, the real importance in this book for me was allowing people to reflect day to day on how they feel. And then after each week, they go back and reflect on like, okay, what does actually feel different? Have I accomplished the things that I wanted to? Um, and how do I feel about myself? Because that reflective piece is so important to see, to track actually how we're doing with our mental and emotional health. So this, this journal, is just a, yeah, an easy 28 day guide. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, for us, because we do have the microdosing too. And I think for us, our biggest questions we get is two. The biggest question is, after two days, why isn't this working? I mean, <laughs> you know, this is a process of like we tell people at least 90 days, you know, but that first 30, you'll see some you'll see some definite um, results. And then the next biggest question is, can I use this on my medication? And again, we can say yes to most of that because I think it is safe. There are some antidepressants that aren't, but I think a lot of people want to wean off these antidepressants. So what is your answer to both of those? First, I say, trust your intuition. If you're feeling called to try microdosing and you have a, a trusted source, then it's absolutely worth trying. Uh, I know there are more and more resources that actually show potential contraindications. And like you said, there are very few uh, medications that actually would um blunt the effect enough that it wouldn't be uh, useful. But it, it is definitely one of those things that if you are on SSRIs that you might not feel it as much. And, and that's what people want is to start feeling their feelings more. So mm -hmm. yeah, once again, I think it, it's really about trusting your intuition if you feel called to use the medicine and also knowing that if you want to have um, a doctor who can help you a little bit more if you've been on medications for a long period of time, then there are a lot of doctors or more and more doctors out there who are willing to talk about titrating off of serious pharmaceuticals 100%. while exploring psychedelics. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's very, you know, it's, it's becoming much more open to talk. I mean, I'll talk to anybody about it, but, to, but to talk to your doctor about it. And if not, there are plenty of, of um, medical personnel in this, spiritual world that we're in down this path that will help. We've got the Ben Malcolm, the spirit pharmacist who is a, an affiliate of ours and he's an incredible person to talk with about titrating off of these, you know, off of your, your SSRIs and, and whatnot. So there's help available. Absolutely. And talking about titrating off, what's ganja yoga with kittens? Yeah, I like this. <laughs> yeah. So ganja yeah. yoga with kittens. It's a 90 minute class I'm offering uh, locally. So I live in Grass Valley, California. 
And it's a class that is focused on really just relaxing the body. This isn't uh, cardio. We're not going to be doing any chaturangas, no warrior three, <laughs> nothing like that. This is really just about getting into your body and at the same time being with community and kittens and being as high as you want to be, not feeling worried about having to, you know, go answer the phone or go answer the door or anything like that, but just a safe container where you can just be as high as you want to be for about 90 minutes, relaxing the body, listening to some music together, talking, uh, you know, in community, having a sesh beforehand and after. So we can just really let go of that need to, to be, to adult for a little bit and uh, to play with some kittens at the same time. Michelle, that sounds like something we need after the show. Go yeah, get as definitely. high as we want to be. <laughs> and play with kittens. It's kind of like goat yoga, right? I mean, the whole point yeah, is to, to relax there and be able to, to, yeah. to be with the, with the babies. I think that's awesome. And I saw something else you've got. It's called Radical Rest Rage Retreat. Talk to me about this. So I hold rest retreats every season, um, but I've also been adding a, another kind of a smaller mini retreat that's a rage release. And so this is a practice of tuning into where we're feeling uh, repressed emotion, repressed anger, rage, frustration in the body to let it out and then to let ourselves like really re renew and replenish our nervous systems with, with community connection, other plant medicines, um, food especially. But the rage release part for me as a clinical EFT practitioner is a really a somatic release because I'm sure we've all seen these rage release rooms before where it's, you know, you're smashing stuff, you're screaming, whatever, but those are very much performative unless you're tuning into that feeling in your body where you've been holding rage. And so I like to go in first and uh, kind of tune into that feeling of anger in your body. And sometimes that comes with with remembering a time when you were probably pretty young where you wanted to feel that anger or when someone violated your boundaries and you weren't able to express that to um, to to say no. And so that feeling is one that we often hold on to in our nervous systems. And then that's what kind of explodes in times where it doesn't feel doesn't feel like it's actually helpful or effective, uh, effective use of our energy. So the rage release is about releasing rage from the past or energy, really anger from the past that at the time would have been healthy, but after years of repressing it has become toxic and potentially can manifest as deeper issues like autoimmune disorders and chronic pain. Because if we are repressing anger, so anger as a, as a healthy feeling that is just a, a response to our boundaries being violated, what that does is it literally represses our immune function as well. So that's what then can, can manifest as deeper issues. And that's what I'm hoping to hold space to to release together as a community how do you release it how do you do it how do you do it at your retreat yeah so if we're doing it um in person it's usually i put on about 10 minutes of of just like kind of angry music probably songs you've heard before maybe some lincoln parks and papa roach stuff that <laughs> you know you, you really get angsty about and then what we do is we curl our hands into a fist really squeezing the hands and then imagining like you're shaking bars kind of on like a, on a jail or a just you know some kind of cage you're pushing pulling releasing really uh shaking these bars in the body until you start feeling a response in your body as well that's when we bring the breath in so for some people this is more just like a guttural release some people mm -hmm. can actually scream like 
it was just one of the mm. most beautiful sounds when I first held one of these releases and just hearing women rage, like actually scream and not as like a, a scream of, of fear, but a scream of, of fuck you. That kind Elise. of scream together. Yeah. Yeah. And like seeing each other in that rage while knowing that we're safe is a really, really healing experience. So it's, it's shaking the body getting into the vocal cords, getting really into the breath as well. And at the same time, just allowing any other emotions to come up. So a lot of the times that'll show up as like shaking, tingling, uh, crying. And and at the end, when we are kind of done, that's when we sort of tune back in, allow ourselves to, to really extend that breath again. And if we're doing this in person, especially if it's around the fall, that's when we go and actually break some stuff. Mm, I, I love, love it. that. <laughs> now let's ask one thing. How about your, how about challenges for you in this space? I know you live in a pretty, you've been in a state that's had legalized cannabis for like the first, but um, all the other areas, um, what are you guys facing there? Your challenges? Yeah. So the hardest part is, is finding microdoses. So for people who are ready, if the mushroom has called them, they will absolutely be able to find a source, but there is, because it's gray, area a little bit there is a level of trust that needs to be had with the person that you're connecting with and my recommendation is always to find people smoking weed because they will know how to get you mushrooms uh in your own area that's probably the hardest part the second challenge i would say is is not feeling like it's going to actually do enough because a lot of the people that i work with have treatment resistant anxiety so they've tried traditional therapy so talk therapy probably are on medications as well but still don't feel like themselves and some of the people that I work with have also done psychedelic assisted uh, therapies, but kind of in a, in the more capitalist form where like they just received some pills in the mail, but weren't actually told what that was going to do to them, like what actually they were going to experience. And so they don't have a trust in, in what we could potentially do together. Interesting. I like that last part. <laughs> so we know some trusted source, Mama Dose, that affiliate. <laughs> One of our trusted. affiliates. Yes. But yeah, you know, I'm very surprised you didn't say legalities. So because that's I think mm -hmm. that I feel that that's our biggest hurdle right now. And I think because I think the stigma is kind of being lifted daily. Um, I mean, this is all over the place now. And I think I think the science is there. And I think the trust with the government is really fading and people are looking for holistic Holistic yeah. or other options. I don't know what you want to call them, but I call them holistic or plant medicines or what the earth gave us. I mean, why are we changing that? Yeah. Yeah. I would say that legality part is, is what I mean by the gray area. So it's not exactly mm. legal for me to send you anything, but I can help you uh, find a, a place to receive trusted medicine. Um but yeah, so when people are, are at the point where they're coming to talk to me, they're not super worried about it being legal anymore. It's more just making sure that they're not getting crap in the mail, because unfortunately, without regulation, we don't really know what's in stuff. Um, but mm -hmm. I always point to to sources that do have testing uh, for their medicines to actually show the content of, of what's in uh, the medicine that they're receiving. So well, you are located in California. You do in-person, but you have online events as well. Can you tell us how, how we can find you and, and what do you have coming up? Yeah, so my microdose coaching is all virtual right now. Um, I do some microdose and some macrodose stuff in person here, um, you know, depending on on the, the group and when, what kind of size we're talking about. But for virtual work, um, I do a seasonal 
microdosing program. I have a larger one that's called Wizard School. That's an 11 week program where we microdose the entire time together. And we go through different lessons on how to actually free our nervous system from old energy and how to then step into the quantum and start uh, having a trust in what could be rather than a fear of uncertainty. And so that just uh, finished for my, my fall cohort. We're gonna start again in spring, but this winter I'm gonna be doing a four week mini microdose program for just 28 days that's following my journal. That's right up there on my shelf. Mm-hmm. And so that one is open to anyone who wants to join and wants to try just a mini kind of microdosing experience within community. So this is the, that once again is the most important piece here because people can microdose by themselves and, and that's great. But getting to see other people and hear about other people's experiences, their own mental health uh, challenges and journeys that can really help us have a deeper experience with our own healing. And that's going to be starting the, the first Monday of, of January. So that's January 8th. People wouldn't need to see other people and their experience and what they're doing and how they evolved. I think that's really what people want to see, especially in this space, because it's a lot of trust to be gained. And a lot of people like to see results. And I think you see a lot of results in this space. And that community also that you mentioned, community Mm -hmm. is, is such an important part of it. For sure. Yeah, I remember the first time I I dosed with a group of people and I remember thinking that, oh, she's just like me, even though, you know, different life, different background. Just remember seeing myself and someone else and just feeling so connected first to other people and then to everything. And that's what's been my goal in continuing to do this work is to help people feel more connected through the medicine and through their own energy. Well, that's why psilocybin is the great connector. And so let us tell you before we end here, where can we find you online and what good things are you doing? Coming yeah, up. so uh, on Instagram, I'm, I, am, um, I am Noemi Sparks. That's my main handle. I also have a Patreon community or a membership that's called Energy Mastery Club. We meet on Sundays, 9.30 to 10 a.m. Pacific, and that's a tapping group where we tap to really stress and anxiety together. I've been doing that um, since 2020, so that's going on four years now. And we also have two other uh, longer sessions. So we meet on Tuesdays where we tap to release uh, our our feeling of needing to, to work more before we can rest. I like to say that this is all about deprogramming our sense of work from our productivity. So allowing ourselves to rest first before we go out and do the things that we meet on Tuesdays at 4 to 4.45 Pacific. And then I have another Ganja Yoga class online. We meet every other Wednesday and that one's just an hour long. It's about 30 minutes of movement, uh, short guided meditation, and then we journal together and then then chat about it a little bit. And that's all through Energy Mastery Club through Patreon. Very cool. I love this tapping. I'm I'm definitely going to start mm-hmm. learning more about this. And and just one more quick question before we go with this tapping. Is this something that you recommend people do in the moment also? I mean, not just setting time aside, but in the moment? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're ever feeling overwhelmed, tapping underneath the collarbone points is one of the best uh, ways to just get back into your body because this is moving energy from your mind from you know your upper chakras into the lower chakras and this is also on our kidney meridian and the kidney according to traditional Chinese medicine holds the feeling of fear and so if that's showing up in the moment just tapping underneath your collarbone points um, can be a really inconspicuous way to take care of your nervous system in the moment really cool, cool. really cool pointer yeah. well it was beautiful having you on today it was such a joy that's talking right. to you about this 
Yeah, thank you, Great Michelle. Guest. Thank you, Mark. Great I really guest. appreciated the time. We definitely would like to also get you on the directory. We'll talk about that after the show, though. I think you got some really cool things to offer people. Yeah, thank people you. I'd love that. Find you. That'd be wonderful. Thanks, Noemi. Please come yeah, back and join you. us again. Thank you so much. I'd love to. What a great show today, Michelle. Great guest. Very informative. Right on our same page. What do you think? Yeah. No, Amy. I keep wanting to say Naomi, but no, Amy is a very cool lady. And I love what she does. I think this tapping, I, I'm going to start looking into this because yeah. I, it, it, I think that while it can help in as part of your everyday engagement, I think using this um, on the on the fly when you're struggling could be incredibly helpful. Definitely. She was a really nice, she was a really good guest, really informative, spoke really well. And, you know, just, just every time we have another guest on, I just, I learn so much and I just, I want to do so much more in this space. You know how that is. I know. I know. We want to meet everybody. We want to get everybody's word out there. We want to talk to as many people as we can. So Every person we, we talk to gets week. excited for the next one. Next week right, we have absolutely. Nina Itzel. Itzel. We, love. we love her. Nina yes. Itzel. Yep. You know, she's been part of our community for a long time, part of us. And, you know, she's got a beautiful workshop she's come up with. And we'll be talking to her, Mrs. Itzel, next week, one of our yes, favorite she's, friends. She's a cool lady. She's going to be coming to us from Mexico. And she's got, she is um, very, she's been in the space a long time. So she's, an, she's yep. a very cool lady. All right. Well, well, this has been another wonderful week. Thanks for joining us. And I don't love forget, you. I love it. Subscribe button. Don't forget. What about the subscribe button, Michelle? Yeah, that's right. You can find us on This is Medicine with the Meadows. We have got uh, the plantmedicinepath.com, mamadose.com, one of our affiliates, mamadose with those microdosing. They've got all kinds of specials for Christmas right now. A new special each week. Definitely check them out. We're trying to get the word out educate information. Love you guys. Love you.